wonder-working stars in the precious... Incredible as they seem, are not the results of mass hysteria. <laughs> You may wish to adjust the dial. You are currently tuned into the wrong station. Custodian Tech Vance Log, Cycle 1. Right. Okay. So this is my first log entry. Not just of this specific log, but ever. I've never done one of these before. I've, I never kept a diary. Well, I did, briefly, when I was eight, but my brothers were horrible snoops and they tried to use it against me, so I started saying really messed up stuff to trap them. Uh, anyway, please bear with me if I ramble or repeat myself. Uh, let's see... Situation report. So when I woke up, everything on my checklist was in the green, which, of course, they wouldn't have launched if everything weren't, you know, ship-shape. Well, I guess there is that rumor we all heard during training of the custodian tech who woke up and found the bodies of two shipyard workers, accidental stowaways who were going off to have sex or something and got trapped when their security clearance expired and didn't have any access to any supplies, so they ate each other. <laughs> but it probably never happened. They'd have died of thirst before resorting to cannibalism, right? Unless, if they were somehow able to tap into a water line... Oh, where was I? Uh, situation report. There was some micro-meteor damage on the port side, section H. I repaired it, but keep an eye on it just to make sure the patch is holding. Also, the fifth starboard engine is operating at 98% efficiency, which is probably the result of it settling, or could be a problem if it keeps dropping. So, make a note to check on that too. On a personal note, we can include personal notes, right? I mean, I'm not even sure if this is personal. It's hard to tell where the personal starts and the professional ends on a job like this. So, on a personal slash professional note, I had no problems coming out of cryo, aside for some slight nausea and loss of vision for about an hour. It was scary, but since it was on the list of potential side effects they drilled into us during training, I just waited in my tube until I could see again. On a more personal note, it was really strange waking up here all alone. Waking up blind was disconcerting, but I was prepared for that. The solitude, on the other hand, was... What's the word? Palpable? I wasn't at all prepared for it. They tried to tell us, but it's something you can't really understand until you go through it. Knowing you're three trillion clicks away from the closest human? Well the closest human who isn't asleep. The isolation is... profound. Cosmic. I don't know if it's appropriate for me to include stuff like this in my log, but I thought it might help you to know you're not alone, even though you might feel very alone. If that makes sense. CT Lee Log, Cycle 2. Uh, sit rep. 
I had to spend several hours repairing micrometeor damage on, you guessed it, port side section H. Uh, could be a coincidence, but if so, it's a hell of a coincidence. Uh, maybe there's something attracting them, electromagnetic pulses caused by the wiring or uh, some sort of metallurgical impurity in the conduits in that section. If it happens again, I'll do an overhaul. Uh, fifth starboard engine is down to 97%. I purged it, did a cleaning, restarted it, um, should fix the problem. Happy to report I had no side effects from the cryo, which is a relief. I had nothing but side effects during my tests on Earth. You want to talk blindness, I went blind for 12 hours during my first cryo session. The techs kept telling me I was fine, but I could hear the panic starting to creep into their voices after a couple of hours. I'm not sure who was more relieved when I got my sight back, them or me. Can't say I felt the, uh, what did you call it? The cosmic solitude? Maybe it's because you woke up to a sterile new ship and I woke up to one where someone had been working before me. I'm not saying you left a mess, but the place felt worked in by someone other than the drones and fuckheads at the shipyard. Sorry about that, I probably shouldn't swear, this being the official log and all. Anyway, I don't feel alone. If anything, I feel the opposite. I can't stop thinking about the weight of all those pods we're carrying. Not the literal weight, though I think about that too, but the weight of responsibility. Can responsibility be palpable? I still don't know why they didn't put us on a two-crew shift. I get that it's twice as expensive, they need twice the custodian crew for the trip, but this feels like the company's skimping on something really important. I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean, the fact that all the corridors are poorly lit and barely big enough for one person, it's like the ship is designed to give us claustrophobia. You know it's because this ship's design is based on intrasystem ships that didn't need custodian techs because the trips were less than 10 years. I heard the next generation of intrasystem ship was completely redesigned to incorporate all kinds of goodies for custodian quality of life that we'll never see. Just our luck, right? All I know is, the second I get to Somna, I'm going to hike into the mountains by myself. I've already claimed a big chunk of the mountain region close to the landing site as most of my payment. I'll sleep in the open under the new stars, name a bunch of constellations, become the colony's first crazy old hermit constantly running kids off my land with a big-ass machete when I'm not making moonshine, although Somna doesn't have a moon so I'll call it starshine, and then when I die, kids will dare each other to spend the night in my overgrown valleys haunted by my drunken ghost. Custodian Tech Vance Log, Cycle 3. Situation Report. More damage on port section H. I think you're right about some sort of magnetic pull. The holes look like a pattern, a little like a four-pointed star. I crawled in behind the paneling and checked the wiring and components, but nothing in there is magnetic in itself, so it must be electromagnetism, something that only happens when power flows through the section. While I was in there, I uncoupled and reattached everything I could reach. I swear, shipbuilders are so lax about making sure every connection is secure. Have you noticed that? I sometimes wonder if these buckets would need less maintenance if the people building them were the ones who had to fly in them. The fifth starboard engine is down to 95%. I didn't have time for a rebuild. I spent too long crammed in the Section H crawl space. If you think you're up to it, have at it. But if not, just leave it for my next cycle. I wish I could think of the people we're carrying as people. I keep telling myself I'm not alone, that there are thousands of us on board, but I can't feel their presence. At all. While they're in cryo, they're cargo. No different to me than the vehicles, or the modular housing, or the livestock. Do you know we have cows in cryo? Ever seen them get a cow into a cryotube? 
Their tubes are much bigger than the human tubes, of course, but they still have to get the cow to lie down in it, which they do by conditioning the cow from infancy to lie down and fall asleep when it hears a certain song. Every cow we have on board instantly falls asleep when it hears, dream a little dream of me. I don't know. I feel bad for them. It's the only song they've ever heard. They hear it every day of their waking lives, and they only ever get to hear the beginning of it. I'd go insane. C.T. Lee Log, Cycle 4, Sit Rep, More Meteor Damage to Port Section H. It looks more like a face than a star, but yeah, definitely not random. I was all ready to bite the bullet and replace the whole outer panel, but I couldn't find the laser welder. Either laser welder. They're both present and accounted for on both tool locker inventories, but nowhere to be found in either locker. I'd appreciate it if you'd put them back in their lockers after you use them. Uh, let's see, starboard engine 5, still at 95%. Maybe it's finally done settling? The baseline for rebuilding is 90%, so it's well within the acceptable margin. Uh, hopefully that problem took care of itself. You know, it's strange to me listening to you talk about how you feel so alone. All I do is wish I were alone. I wish I'd taken the assignment I was offered on one of the scout ships. But I thought it would be lonely, how's that for irony? Waking up like we do, once a decade, but without the weight of a hundred thousand dreamers on top of them, sounds like heaven to me right now. I don't know why it bothers me so much, knowing that all the people in cryo are up there dreaming. But there's something really disturbing about so much active unconsciousness going on right on top of me. You know, when you think about it, no one really knows what the effect a hundred thousand dreamers crammed into a space smaller than my old apartment building can have on reality. If conscious thought, like observing a subatomic particle, can affect matter, what can so much concentrated unconscious thought do to it? Custodian Tech Vance, Log, Cycle 5. Situation Report. Port Section H is looking more and more like Swiss cheese. I don't know where you got the idea that it's a face, it's clearly a four-pointed star with a long vertical axis and a short horizontal one. I found the laser welders. They were in your pod chamber. I guess you gathered them up right after waking in preparation to replace the panel and forgot. Cryo messes with memory. It's not on the list of side effects, but everyone knows it. Anyway, since I found the welders, I was able to change the panel. I left the old one for you in your pod chamber as a souvenir. You can see it's clearly a star. <laughs> no offense, but I don't think you're going to be very good at naming constellations. The fifth starboard engine is down to 93% efficiency, and now the fourth is down to 99%. Didn't have time to even start on a rebuild. Port section H ate up all my time again this cycle. If you're having difficulties, it might be best for you to leave the engine rebuilds to me. If you're looking for something else to do, I heard scratching outside my pod chamber when I woke up this cycle. I couldn't do anything about it. I still have an hour of blindness upon waking, and by the time my vision returned, whatever was causing the noise was gone. I think there's a loose drone somewhere on the ship. I didn't have time to check the programming of all the maintenance drones. You could start there. You said it bothers you that we dream in cryo? Would you like to hear about my dreams? I dream about the ocean. I can't stop dreaming about the ocean. I know the planetographer said Somna has freshwater oceans, but that's wrong. If it's fresh water, it's not an ocean, it's a lake. We came from the ocean, the real ocean. Salt water in our tears, our sweat, our blood. It feels wrong to be going somewhere that doesn't recognize our blood. 
It's too late to do anything about it, but that doesn't make it any less wrong. CT Lee log, cycle six, a sit rep, huge mess in port section H when I checked it today. If the original panel was Swiss cheese, the replacement panel is lace, and it is definitely a face. And no, I did not mean for that to rhyme. I was planning to replace the panel with one backed with a magnetic shielding material, but all the laser welders were gone again. And yes, I checked my pod chamber and yours. Speaking of which, why were you in my pod chamber in the first place? I know things can get casual on a ship when you're the only one awake, it feels like the place belongs to you, but I'd appreciate it if you respected my space. I don't like the idea of someone lurking around my chamber when I'm asleep. It's unprofessional. Starboard engine 5 is down to 91%, engine 4 down to 97%. Since I wasn't able to replace the panel because someone hit all the laser welders, I had to take engine 5 offline and replace it with one of the standbys. I wasn't able to do a complete rebuild since you need a laser welder for that, uh, but from what you can see, several of the iridium components were warped and corroded, which I have to admit I thought was impossible. I mean, that's the whole point of iridium, it doesn't deform. I think there was some connection with what keeps happening to port section H, maybe some kind of radiation, except that it's literally on the opposite side of the ship. I, I don't know what to think. Um, even with all that, I did have time to check the drone logs. None of them were in the vicinity of your pod chamber when your cycle started. You must have imagined the scratching. Custodian Tech Vance Log, Cycle 7. Situation report. I found the laser welders in your pod chamber. Again. I didn't want to go in there, but when I couldn't find them anywhere else, I had to. This is a problem, Lee. We only get 20 hours each cycle for maintenance, and I can't spend an hour of it on a scavenger hunt for tools you keep moving. Once I finally found the welders, I installed the new shielded panel on Section H. Then I took a look at the starboard engines. The new Engine 5 is now at 98% efficiency, so it looks like whatever happened to the old one is also affecting the new one. Engine 4 is down to 96%, and Engine 1 is now down to 97%. I'm at a loss here. These engines are supposed to operate at above 90% efficiency for hundreds of years. It's only been 70 and they're already degrading. If this keeps up... Between the engines and whatever's happening to port section H, I'm starting to think... Then there's the scratching outside my pod when I wake up, which just happens to go away the moment my blindness clears. That can't be a coincidence. Look, I'm not... I'm not accusing you of doing any of this on purpose. Is all the time during your cycle accounted for? Are you having any waking dreams or hallucinations? Is it at all possible you aren't fully in control of yourself? Because if it is at all possible, we need to do something about you. CT Lee logs cycle eight, sit rep, it's all still going to shit. I'm doing my best, but the engines, section H, it's all going to shit. How do you think I'm responsible? You think I figured out a way to fake micrometeor damage and deform iridium? You think I have magical powers? I would assume you're trying to blame me for what's happening because it's you doing it, but I know that isn't true because there's no way you have the expertise or the ability. No human does. Whatever is going on on here, it isn't human in origin. It can't be. Look, I've heard about things like this. Techs on other ships reporting strange occurrences, but those were short trips, less than a decade. 
No human has ever been out as far as we are now other than the scout ships, and they aren't carrying our load. Their engines don't have the energy output ours do, and they don't warp the space around them as much as ours does. They also don't have 100,000 human minds dreaming for almost a century nonstop, doing God knows what to the fabric of reality. There is something wrong on this ship, and I agree with you, something needs to be done. We need to turn this ship around and go back to Earth. Custodian Tech Vance Log, Cycle 9. You're insane. We don't have the clearance or the ability to turn the ship around. We'd have to wake up the entire ruling council and the engineers and the navigators to do that. And we are not waking up the ruling council. I'm not forfeiting my place in the colony just because you think you're homesick. Not everyone is cut out for this life, and it's just a shame you didn't figure that out before allowing them to put 100,000 lives in your hands. Do you have any idea what they'll do to you when they find out you've been sabotaging the engines? There isn't even a law against it because it's so unthinkable. Okay, right. Here's what we are going to do. You are going to activate your replacement. Then they and I will fix this mess. You can claim it's a medical issue. It never needs to go beyond me and whoever replaces you. We can clean up your logs, make it look like you did your job. You're unwell. It's not your fault. Just... Go back to sleep and let us handle this. CT Lee Logs Cycle 10. Just go back to sleep so you can keep flying us into the nightmare that's waiting for us out there? I won't let you do that. You think I haven't seen the face of what's waiting for us in the dark? You think you can just offer us up to whatever it is we've woken up out here that you'll be safe? Are you really so naive? What did they whisper to you? What did they promise you? It doesn't matter. We're going back to Earth. I've turned this fucking ship around. Custodian Tech Vance Log, Cycle 11. I saw what you tried to do. Reprogramming the navigational computer? <laughs> you poor sick bastard. Don't you get it? There's nothing out here. The universe is endless and dark and empty. It's just us. It's never been anything but us. And it'll never be anything but us. And we'll fill it with ourselves and our shit. And then we'll go extinct. And that's all there is and all there ever will be. I wish I could activate my replacement because I'd love to hand this mess over to someone else. But no, you're my problem. And the saddest thing about you is you really thought you could drive me as insane as you are. Scratching outside my pod, poisoning the water, messing with my dreams. I don't even know why I'm recording this. You won't get to hear it, but I suppose your replacement should have a complete record of what happened. This is for posterity. CT Hawthorne Logs, Cycle 12. Situation Report. Holy hell, where do I even start? I wasn't supposed to be activated for another eight cycles. The place was a disaster when I woke up. I don't even know how to describe what happened. From what I can piece together, Vance didn't go back in a cryo at the end of her last cycle. I confirmed this by checking the custodian food store. Empty. We'll have to dip into the colony reserves just to maintain ourselves during the remaining maintenance cycles. Of course, if you'd done the math, you know there wasn't enough food for a person living day in, day out for an entire decade. As soon as she died, the ship sensed there were no more living humans outside their pods and switched to an anaerobic environment, which preserved her body. 
Not that it made much difference. She was already basically a skeleton when she died. Looks like she lasted about three years, slowly starving herself to death. I thought maybe there was a problem with her pod, and that's why she stayed awake. I was half right, there was a problem with her pod, but I don't see how she could have known. The code had been subtly changed, tiny changes made over several cycles, just small enough so the computer wouldn't flag them. If she'd entered cryosleep, she never would have woken up. But there was no way for her to know that. She didn't run the diagnostic that would have showed her the changes. And even if she had, Vance was an engineer, not a computer tech. She didn't have the skills to diagnose this problem. C.T. Lee did. I know this because he and I worked together on the pod code. So, based on what I've seen, looks like Lee tried to kill Vance. And even though there's no way she could have known that, it also looks like over the course of the 30 or so months she was awake, she spent a lot of time trying to force her way into his pod using knives, hammers, or bare hands. I found her nails sticking out of divots she'd clawed in his dome. She succeeded in her goal in that she cracked his dome just enough so when she died and the ship vented the atmosphere back into the tanks, all the oxygen was pulled from his pod. I wish I could get a look at their logs, but they were erased. It doesn't look like Vance did it. Diagnostics say it was some kind of computer surge. Quite the coincidence. I don't even know what to think of that. I wasn't able to do much in the rest of the ship, but the good news is, whatever damage they did to each other, they didn't inflict on the rest of the ship. Other than the four-pointed stars Vance appears to have drawn everywhere she could reach, and what I'm guessing was her own blood. But at least the engines look good. All of them are operating at 100% efficiency, except for uh, Starboard Engine 5, which has been replaced and is at 98%. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Some minor uh, micrometeor damage to Section H of the port side, which looked like it's been repaneled. The really creepy thing is that it almost looks like a four-pointed star. So we'll have to keep an eye on that, too. All the laser tools are gone from the equipment locker. I can't find them anywhere. We'll have to dig some more out of storage when we access the food. I've reset my cryocycle, so I'll wake up again next cycle at the same time as you, since it takes two access codes to get into storage. I'm recording this in case there's a malfunction. I don't exactly trust things to go smoothly. Although, at this point, what more could possibly go wrong? Oh, uh, one last thing. I thought I heard some, uh, scratching outside my pod chamber when I woke up. We need to see if there's a loose drone. The Wrong Station is made possible by the generous support of our listeners on Patreon. Consider visiting today at patreon.com slash therongstation. This week's episode, All Alone, was written by Mary Gillis and performed by Jordi O'Dale, Alexander Saxton, and Anthony Botello. The Wrong Station is co-produced by Alexander Saxton, Anthony Botello, and Jacob Duarte Spiel, with music composed and performed on the piano by Ilan Citrin and arranged for the viola and performed by Ilana Schmid. You can subscribe to The Wrong Station on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and any other of your favorite podcast services. You can follow The Wrong Station on Facebook, Twitter, and email us at therongstation at gmail.com. You can also follow The Wrong Station creative team on Twitter at AEW Saxton, AJV Batello, and Jacob BRDS. And until next time, thank you for listening.